You're listening to Doula's Going Digital, a podcast about taking your important birth work online to reach more people. I'm your host, Nicole Joy, digital doula, mother to three of the most incredible little humans ever, accidental unassisted home birth after cesarean mom, and corporate real estate finance dropout turned birth CEO. I've helped thousands of families learn better, more supportive ways to birth. And I help birth professionals build sustainable businesses, leveraging the beautiful tool that is the internet. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have a quick announcement for you. The last round of the Duelist and Business Mastermind is now enrolling. So if you've been considering joining or you're looking for higher level support from me, head to the link in the show notes where you can apply and then I'll reach out to you. We'll schedule your 30 minute business strategy session. Tell me about your business. Let's get to know each other, see if we're a good fit and we'll see how I can best help you. All right. I'll see you there. I first found Nicole Joy on the Facebook group, Doula's Going Digital. And at the time the pandemic had just hit Australia. So I needed to take my in-person workshops online. So through her course creation for doulas, I actually managed to do that. Nicole has completely helped me transform my business is not overstating it. She really has at a time when I had to pivot my business of child birth education and doula work. She helped me do that. And she's been an amazing support. She's my constant hype girl. And really, I pretty much launched my doula business at the start of the pandemic here. And I've gone from just zero straight up to pretty much fully booked. She helped me also fully book my in-person workshops as they were able to come back into um, person to person. And also I've created a breastfeeding workshop as well. So she's also helped me increase my presence online. She's helped me really become a go-to person in my community. But above all, one of the things that I have loved that she's done for me is that she has really helped me increase confidence in myself and my ability. She's believed in me the whole time and that's really helped me believe in myself. So if you are sitting on the fence about whether to join the Doulas and Business Mastermind, I would say it will be the most amazing six months of your career up to date. The Doulas and Business Mastermind has changed my life. Not just my business or the way that I do business, but really my whole entire life. It's changed the way that I view things and see things. It's changed the way that I am approaching being a business owner as well as being a stay-at-home mom. It has affected and still is affecting my relationship with my husband in a positive way. It's just been amazing. And I want to say this mastermind, specifically Nicole's mastermind, It's not this sleazy thing of like, how can we make the most money in the fastest way? And it's none of that weird stuff. It's so much about who do you serve? You know, why are you serving them? What are you bringing to this? And how can we bring in more of those people and continue to serve? It's all about that. It's all about the giving and the continuous pouring out. And so I want to talk to you specifically moms out there. If you're feeling like, can I join a mastermind or join some type of program and how's that going to work? How am I going to be able to set aside time if I have my kids at home to do something like this, like for the calls and set aside time to dive deep into the courses and implement these things? Do it. Those mothers, mothers out there just like me who are wondering, like, how are you going to be a stay at home mom and building this business at the same time? It can work. It does work. 
if you're thinking about joining, join, do it. Absolutely do it. So much more than just how are we making more money. It's it's going to be a way to help you continue to fine tune your mission and fine tune. Why did you get into this work in the first place? Do it. Absolutely do it. So I joined Nicole's Mastermind this year, and I just wanted to share my experience with that because it's really been one of the best investments that I have ever done for my business. And I joined because I was looking for a supportive container. You know, if you listen to any of Nicole's stuff, she talks about holding space and just having that supportive container for doulas and birth business workers to go and just she holds space and she helps sort through ideas and give feedback and all these great things, which I needed. And it's just been so, so beneficial for me because I didn't have a business coach or someone that I could run these things by. My husband is great, but he doesn't want to hear all about my birth business stuff. Like he's not the one that can hold space for me there and just be that person that I can run everything by. So it's so worth it. So if you're on the fence about joining, I highly recommend it. You don't have to be a doula either. Like you can be somehow involved in the birth world. And I'm also a chiropractor and work with in the prenatal chiropractic world. So birth is my business, but I've worked with other business coaches in the past, not related to doulas and birth specifically. And I will say that Nicole has by far been the best investment. It's really just changed my mindset about my business. And I know there's so much potential that I have and she's doing the thing. So I want to continue learning from her and have that support to help my business grow. So if you're on the fence, highly recommend it. It's completely worth it if you put in the time and effort to utilize the support that she has to offer. Okay. So hello. Um, we were chatting for a second before I hit record. Everybody, this is Melissa Fernandez, and she is a postpartum doula in Atlanta. She's also a member of the Doulas and Business Mastermind. And I'm laughing a little bit because as I look out my window, Hurricane Elsa or now Tropical Storm Elsa is beginning to land in Tampa. And the reason why it's funny is because the whole point of why we decided to do a podcast episode is because we were laughing about the first time we got on a call together on Zoom was last November. I looked at the date this morning and okay, let me back up and explain why this is funny. We did one of those follow for follow things in a doula group on Facebook. So I'm following all these social media accounts. I landed on Melissa's page. She is a former Cirque du Soleil acrobat turned postpartum doula. And I was like, holy cow, that's so unique. How cool. And I felt very like instantly I could connect with her through her Instagram. And I told her that, right? Like I told you that. And then we just connected. And I think I was doing a, I did a giveaway. I think you won a giveaway, didn't you? Right. I did. Yep. You won like a content planning session. I did like a free 30 minute content plan. She won. And so when we were trying to connect to coordinate it, we had it on the calendar and there was a hurricane, no, a tornado in Tampa that day. 
And my husband had left to go get my two older kids from school. And I was getting tornado watches coming through on my phone, like, do not get in your car. And I'm like, oh my God, my husband's going in the car right now. He's on the road to go pick up my kids. My kids' school sent out an email saying, all of the children have been brought into the gym, into the gymnasium. So if if you're pulling in the car line, park your car and come into the gymnasium until the tornadoes are gone. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm home with Imani, like the baby. And I was like, well, if you don't mind, I got on Zoom with you. And I was like, hey, so I can't really do much about my husband and the kids right now. Anyway, I'm not using my phone for Zoom, but if you want to talk, let's talk anyway. And if you don't mind my baby being here. And she was like, no, I don't care. And I'm like, all right. And so (laughs) looking back, I'm like, we talked for the first time during tornado watches in Tampa. I mean, my kids were safe. Everybody was obviously fine. But now we're talking again today and Elsa's landing. What are the chances of that? Oh my goodness. The storms are just following us somehow. Maybe, I mean, there's something there, right? Like, I feel like I, I'm probably going to read it too far into this. And I'm like, there's something there. But I had to share it with, that was the initial inspiration for why I was like, we got to, you have to come on the podcast and talk about like that first time we met because it was a content planning thing, but you were like, yeah, but I want to join the mastermind. Can you just tell me about that? Cause I'm like, pretty sure I'm going to join anyway. Just tell me what to do. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. And looking back, I'm like, that is hilarious. Like what a message, right? We so much get hung up in this idea of like things needing to be perfect and needing to be professional. And like, I can never have my kids around if I'm going to be doing something for business, but like none of that is true. And honestly, I think too, it's what drew me to you is that you do have kids. I also am a mother. I have two young kids and I prefer the reality of messy life because it's my reality too. And going into the doula business, that was, you know, part of, that's part of my world is I'm also a mom, but I'm trying to serve and build my business with other moms and families. And knowing that my mentor, my coach is in that same reality. I feel like we're in the same boat and I can relate to you so much. And yeah, I may have won the giveaway for the content planning, but my mind was already in the mastermind. And so for me, it just felt like this is my opportunity to ask my questions and see if this is a right fit. Because, you know, I, I was looking through your content on Instagram. I was binging your podcast that I'm now currently on, which is incredible. And it was that relatability to you as a mother and a business professional that drew me to you. And the missing piece in my life at the time was sustainability. A Cirque du Soleil acrobat, I, for many years, went through that grind of working 50, 60 plus hours a week. And I was okay with it. I loved it. It was my dream job. But once I started having kids, that changed overnight. And it was no longer sustainable to be working that many hours. And that was ultimately what drew me to you and your work and working in in the mastermind together. I have, as a mother, I have to find more sustainability with my work because my family is my priority. And that's how I ended up here. And it's working. Yeah. So like backing up even again about your transition from Cirque du Soleil to doula work, like I know a little bit about it, but you want to give everybody the gist of what that was like and yeah, what that was like through your eyes. Oh man, it was um, honestly really difficult. The beautiful part about it though, was I was already transitioning out 
of Cirque in my heart. Once my kids came around, I realized subconsciously that there was a change that needed to be put in place, but I was never going to give up my dream job of touring with Cirque du Soleil. I mean, I built my entire life to be and to arrive at that performance level in my career. I was a gymnast since I was six years old. I competed collegiately at the University of Illinois and then went straight into Cirque. So that's been my whole life. And Along the way, once I started having kids, I, you know, went through my own postpartum experiences. They were not ideal. They were extremely difficult. I did not have enough support and it was lacking. I saw the lack of postpartum support for mothers and for families. You know, at the end of the day, it's not just for the moms, but the entire family. If the mom's not doing well, the family won't be doing well. So COVID was the push that got me out of Cirque and it's, you know, it was difficult, but it's been a blessing. And going back just a little bit, I knew after I had my first kid that I wanted to be a postpartum doula. So that seed had been planted, but it was finally when COVID, you know, pushed the majority of us artists out the door that it was like, okay, this is the time for me to take my doula training and start my business. And I just completely switched careers and I took off running. And a couple months into that, I got stuck. I took my training. I started seeing clients in person because I'm here in Georgia and things were starting to open up a little bit back then. And I got stuck with the business part of it. And since my background is gymnastics, it's kinesiology, it has nothing to do with business, marketing, content creation, website creation, none of that. I got to a point where I knew I needed support myself. And that's when I started looking for a mentor, a coach, and that's how I stumbled upon you. And it was a really difficult transition to go from one completely different career to another. But having a coach there made it such a smooth transition and really helped to clarify what exactly I'm trying to do in the postpartum world, postpartum doula world. Well, and you've done a really great job, I think, at sharing through your social media platform and with your audience about your experience and the lessons you learned from Cirque, how they apply to motherhood, to parenthood, to being a business owner, like you're really gifted at doing that. And so it's important, right? Because you're like, well, I wasn't trained in business. I wasn't trained, but you're bringing the things that you were trained in the lessons. Like a lot of these underlying lessons apply anywhere, the foundations, you know, they apply anywhere that you, you, as you evolve and as the things you're doing day to day change, like those fundamentals are there. Absolutely. And I like to tie it all into motherhood and parenthood a lot, obviously, because that's my, you know, my clients, ideal clients and all that. But the content that I share, especially in terms of Cirque, Cirque du Soleil Acrobat has nothing to do with being a mom and being, you know, pregnant postpartum. But there are those underlying themes that do show up, like going back to work and being a parent. That's something a lot of families and women can relate to. And also the struggle of how do you keep up breastfeeding if that's something you want to do when you return to work? 
And I had to experience all of that. And so I like to share those, those pieces in my content. Well, it gives a lot of context, I think, and it, it makes consuming content, like from a consumer's perspective, when I'm consuming content, if I'm reading a post that's like, here are, let me, let me just think of the example you just gave, like three tips for breastfeeding when you're returning to your first week back to work. Okay. I'm going to read it. I might save the post. I might go back and read it later. But if you're telling me the story about that first day back on the job, when you're trying to get into the bathroom and like, you're, what's the word I'm looking for when you're engorged. Right. And like, you're just like, I need to empty my breasts. And it feels like that relief just has to come. That is going to land different with me. And I will remember that story more than I might remember your three tips. Not that there's three tips aren't important. That might be an entirely separate post, but like the way you're doing it oftentimes is I really appreciate that kind of content because it helps us get to know you and your unique story. And I just got off a client call. We were talking about how important our unique stories are and how like storytelling is crucial to connection, true connection. And so like, we're also learning from each other. So I'm more likely to learn and absorb that little example on breastfeeding when you return to work, the way you explain it about like, maybe you're saying like, I'm going to perform, but I'm engorged and da, 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 you know, then I'm more likely to remember it. Right. And so, yeah, I, I really like that. And two, like, can we also say that it's been, so you took your training after COVID like March. So it was after March of last year. I began in May and then I saw my first client in July. Okay. And so can we just say that it's been one year and if anybody were to land on your website after listening to this episode, which I highly recommend they do, or to hang out with you on Instagram, I don't think that any of them would have expected that you've been in business for one year. Like, I feel like you're a great example of rapid expansion being available to us if we choose to, if we choose it. Absolutely. And a lot of that I think comes with my background of being a gymnast and an acrobat. I'm in a constant state of reflection. I'm in a constant state of criticism, which is something obviously I try to work on and not be so hard on myself all the time. But a lot of that has helped me to be as successful as I am. It's part of my nature to critique and get feedback. Feedback is so important. And I like to see the feedback as data. I try not to see it as negative or positive, just data so that I can, you know, complete the feedback loop essentially and make improvements. And that has definitely led me to the rapid expansion. And also a big, big piece, I think, is knowing when to reach out for help and accepting help. That is something that's pretty innate in me, except for my time as a mother postpartum. That's a different story. But in terms of my business expansion, I am okay knowing when I need help and knowing when it's out of my scope and I want to reach out to a coach and ask for help or mentorship or maybe to purchase an online course that is going to get me to where I want to be at a faster rate. Sure, I can, you know, create that website by myself. I can do all these things on my own, but it's going to take me months and months. And I knew when I started my business that I needed it to be done quick. And so I did make initial investments in certain parts that I felt were a priority. 
And that was my website. That was working with you, a, a coach. And those two were the top ones that I invested in. And it has given me that rapid expansion because I accepted the help. And I think it's really important to do. Two really good things. One, heck yes, to like accepting the help because now that you know that to be true, now that you know how different your experience can be when you allow yourself to receive support. Uh, We had a whole podcast episode on this at one point about like, now you embody, you carry that truth into your work too. So when potential people reach out to you, you know the value of them receiving support, you know, allowing themselves to receive your support, even virtual, because we've never even met in person. And like, here we are, we've had this relationship for like eight, seven months. And like, we have a pretty amazing relationship and we've never met in person, but it's still wild supportive. And the other piece is I, as you're talking, I'm like, of course your website and a coach or your initial priority investments, because I never, it never ceases to amaze me how similar we are in our design, right? Like I even think we had a similar human design. Yeah. Because last round of the mastermind, we had, we have virtual retreats. And so in the virtual retreat, one of our guest speakers was a human design expert and she came in and did a workshop and went pretty deep on each of their human designs through the lens of business. And many of the people in the group, we had the same human design, but we also have the same similar spirit leader design. So like we're, we're, our structure is a lot alike. We're not both Tauruses though, right? Because you're not- No, I'm a Scorpio. Okay, Scorpio, close enough. No, I'm just kidding. My son's a Scorpio. But we we had, so like, of course we built the same because I too, like the initial investments for me too were business coach and website. Those were the two main things I invested in. And I too was like, I need I need this to happen quickly because I want everything in my life to happen yesterday. Everything. <laughs> and even look at like parallels, right? Like I know I have eyes like, quote, eyes inside your business, because we work together a lot. So I know, and I'm not sharing all of that or anything, but like the way you have built, we've built very similarly. Melissa has these incredible resources that she builds and like she's building foundation and structure. And it's like, it's so cool to me, you know, because I'm looking at it and I'm like, it's, that's how we both built. Yours is postpartum side. Mine was more on the birth side, but very similar in that track. Yeah. And I, I found also in the beginning of my journey in the doula business that I could not find a whole lot of postpartum education curriculum out there. Another challenge for me was finding templates or somewhere where I could just have a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of doulas experience this when they're first building their business. They do their doula training, birth or postpartum doula training. And then they kind of get to that point where they're like, oh, I have to build a business. And the training sometimes don't give you information on how to create that business. And when I got to that point, I felt a little bit lost. I felt overwhelmed. And I was like, I need a checklist. I need some jumping off point. And what I found recently is that over these last couple months, I've collected and created my own checklists, my own templates. And I slowly started realizing how useful this could be to other doulas, but also the postpartum families in general and pregnancy in the pregnancy time, 
because I feel like postpartum is so neglected. We focus so much on birth and labor. And sometimes we forget about postpartum, which is when we need extra support. Mm -hmm. And I found that hole and I found that it was really, really lacking. So I created my templates. I pulled all my resources together that I've been creating for the last couple months and created, you know, templates for doulas, essentially postpartum class templates for doulas. And my goal with this is that we are going to spread the word about planning for your postpartum on a large, large scale because we're just missing it. We really are missing the mark. Yeah, it's true. And I feel like what a lot of people, what a lot of birth professionals, so from my experience of being with birth professionals, mostly in the last, I mean, September will be two years, is that many birth professionals are dominant energy workers. And so it makes sense because they just are people that make you feel good by being present. And that makes sense because that's the kind of person we want at birth. We want in our home when we brought our baby home. It's somebody who makes us feel good, knows how to hold space. The tricky thing is that um, energy workers don't always, this is not like a generalization, but don't always find it easy to just create a curriculum or create checklists. Like they know the things in their head. It's not that they don't know all these things, but they're more naturally inclined to hold space. And the creating of the the stuff is like, it's a block, you know, they'll stare at an empty screen. And I realized that after so many birth professionals that I was working with were like, I'm just staring at a blank screen. I need a starting off point. And that's really like what, how my class sample curriculum was born for birth, right? And so then when you were putting yours together for postpartum, I was like, yeah, this needs to be available to doulas because many, not all, but many birth professionals that focus, whether they focus on postpartum or not, truly need that starting off point, need something because there's no need to like always recreate the wheel. Sometimes we just take the tools and go do the thing, help the people, take the tools that are available. If you don't have the bandwidth, I mean, let's be real, like in the last 15, 16 months, our bandwidth for many have been stretched, you know, like kids are home, kids have been home from school and lockdown after lockdown. So like this, for many people, this has not been the time to sit and create a curriculum. You know, when you've got kids, I just got off a client call. We had an hour call four times. My son came in here and was like, mom, 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 mom. He climbed under my desk and was like fussing with my toes while I'm trying to talk on a call. And I'm like, finally, I had to pause and say, I had to mute it and like threaten the video game, not threaten. Right. But I was like, okay, when you behave this way, you're not earning your video game. So if you don't walk out the door and, and leave it shut until after three 30, then we're forfeiting our privilege of the video game. So that has been happening for months for so many birth professionals who may or may not already, you know, be parents and have kids at home. And so like grab the tools and go help people when they're available to you. And so I love that you're bringing a postpartum curriculum, really like a, you know, sample curriculum that people can just grab and go like a turnkey thing that they can just start that it's all in one place. It's all already set up. We're not trying to remember, you know, did I teach them about this? Did I remember that? Just take it and go help with it. So how would you recommend that people best put it into practice, whether or not they're a postpartum doula? Yeah, I find that the curriculum can be used for prenatals. You can have an extra prenatal just talking specifically on postpartum or also adding it into like your childbirth education series. This curriculum will be a beautiful addition that will 
give more value to you and for your clients. And um, I have a really exciting piece in there that's called, it's a bonus piece, what I wish someone would have told me series that I think every, every pregnant woman needs to have this in their pocket just as a heads up. And these come from, you know, real world situations and those little pieces that fall through the cracks that, you know, every new mom can attest to these things. It's like, why didn't anyone tell me about X? So there's an entire series inside the curriculum that I've got, and that can be used, uh, you know, to add to your postpartum class, or it can be used just as social media content, like a, a nice little series, which who doesn't want content ideas? Right. <laughs> Well, that is, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope you're polling your audience and asking them this because people like to talk about their experience in motherhood. Like we like to share some stuff, not everything, but some stuff about our birth, about bringing the baby home, about the things like what I wish people would have told me or like things not to say to a pregnant person. Like people like to chime in on those things. And that would be a really great and helpful piece of content on social media is like, what do you wish someone had told you? Like, let's just start rattling it off in the comments and I'll put in mine since we're going there uh, <laughs> with Ethan. Why did nobody tell me that even after a C-section, you're going to swell down there and you're going to bleed and it's going to hurt when you go to have intercourse for the first time. I was like, nothing happened down there. Why does it appear that something's happened? Nothing happened. And I was so confused. And I'm like, why would intercourse hurt? Like nothing has touched my vagina in months. So yeah, that's one of the things of many. Exactly. So I think that that was a, that's a really valuable addition to the other curriculum that I've got in there. And I've also included an alternative baby registry because I notice a lot of the clients I work with, they have an abundance of baby items that they look at me and they're like, why? I have so many of these. I don't need it. When in reality, what they're, you know, needing are someone to come help with the the chores around the house or help with a sibling or, you know, take the dog out for a walk or just have a hot meal. And so this alternative baby registry has things like, you know, gift cards to Grubhub or Uber Eats Mm -hmm. or a fund for parental leave, an extended parental leave. Mm -hmm. So little ideas like that, that can just shift the entire postpartum world. And if this gets out into the hands of doulas, it can get out into more families. And that is how we shift our view of postpartum. Instead of adding all of these things into our baby registry, which are really important, some of them are extremely important and they make us feel like we've got some control. But also if we're beginning to plan for our postpartum and adding in a few things that are going to be necessary for that postpartum time, it shifts, it shifts so much and it's little by little, but it makes a big difference. Well, and think about what you're saying too. Like you're also kind of talking about changing the way the economy is working too, because instead of putting more and more and more money into places like Bye Bye Baby, we're talking about, let's say there's $500 allocated to this category on a registry. And all you would forfeit is a swing. Swings are about $150 to $200. 
maybe that fancy mamaru that's like, you know, the thing that wrote whatever it does. I don't know. That was like $230 when I was pregnant with Ethan and who knows what it costs now. So like, let's say just like three pieces and you reallocated $500. That's it of like useless SHIT. You know, that's $500 you're taking out of bye-bye baby and putting into housekeeping services. These are real people that run real businesses. That, that changes the economy because now you're investing in, you know, these small businesses or postpartum doulas, um, postpartum doula support, small, like privately owned restaurants, right? Like not necessarily chains, but restaurants that are mom and pop restaurants that probably suffered and are barely hanging on post pandemic. You know, you're putting money intentionally back reallocating money into other places. And so that part is, is pretty cool too, but yes. And not to skip over, like you're completely overhauling the way that we do postpartum. Oh yeah. I mean, revolution. that's right. I have a group. It's called the postpartum revolution. I don't know why I put that name on it, but the more work that I do, I'm realizing that my, you know, purpose here is to create an entire revolution for postpartum because we, it is so lacking and we deserve so much more. Our families deserve so much more. And this is one piece of that puzzle in revolutionizing postpartum. Yeah. And we're distracted. I mean, it's the way the system is what we're receiving, the information that we receive every day from the media, from the news, from social media, from Pinterest. Did you see what Pinterest did about removing their at? So Pinterest did a big thing. We've talked about this before about the crap that's out there with distracting us during postpartum to believe that what's important is bouncing back losing the weight. You have to lose the weight, like postpartum body, postpartum body, snap back. And it's such a load of crap. And so it was frustrating to me to like browse Pinterest. You search postpartum on Pinterest and some of the most popular things that come up is postpartum workout, postpartum workout, postpartum workout. And it's like, okay, you want to reconnect with your body. Yes. You want to move and feel good. Yes. But like the number one thing should not be postpartum body. One of the things in a reel that I shared the other day was one of the top hashtags. When you search hashtag postpartum, some of the top ones are like postpartum body. This is what the message we're getting is like, that's what's important. We're being distracted by that. Like, okay, if we're so distracted, then we don't have the bandwidth to focus on what really matters like not the crap that we get it, like loads of it that we get it by, by baby, not fitting in our genes again. That's not what really matters. And so when we collectively as new parents are taking back our postpartum, you know, and having a revolution, it's really important. Absolutely. It, it has to change. It's not a sustainable system that we've got in place for mothers and families postpartum. Yeah. And I, I just, I refuse for it to continue this way and I'm standing up and I'm changing it right now. Yeah. (laughs) I can't help myself. It's going to help a lot of people too. (laughs) It is like, because something that quote as simple as like curriculum, it's not a simple thing. Like these types of things, when you're investing in business, things like samples and templates Things like that to me have been some of the most valuable things I've purchased because they're tools that allow me to do my job more efficiently and to help more people. And so I buy templates all the time. You know, I buy Pinterest templates, speaking of Pinterest, right? Like I buy Pinterest templates and graphics or whatever they are for Canva and I modify them or whatever, change my brand colors. But like, what a game changer because those allow me to get blog posts in front of more people quickly. And the blog post has content that they need to read. And so 
you know, tools like this. I've bought sample, um, all kinds of things like, you know, temp templates and, and a lot of people have purchased my birth template and it's helpful because it gives you that starting off point to help you go help people. So you're not spending the hours and hours and hours creating it. Somebody's already done it. Just take that and go, go do the stuff, go help the people with it. Yeah. So like, I forgot to finish that. What Pinterest was doing is they have taken away all weight loss ads and I haven't read into everything that's happened, but I understand that Pinterest was, they put out a statement on their platform that they believe that bodies of all shapes and sizes should be supported and da, da, da. And it's actually really exciting to me because it seems like they've taken a pretty big, and that's important because they are a public company, you know, they're, it's a big deal. And so um, a lot of Pinterest accounts were really shaken because they shut the, it's, it's interesting, but I think it's awesome that like change is actually happening. And I was talking to one of my mentors about that too, that like, this is what we're seeing, like change is happening and our voices are getting louder. And so with the postpartum thing, we do have to keep getting louder and making it easier for people to get information in their hands, whether that's doulas getting a curriculum in their hands, and then they go and teach from it. Now they have something in their hand that they can use to teach from no matter how they choose to deliver. Because like you said, they could be, they could be a birth doula that one of their prenatals covers, takes this curriculum and uses it as a guide. They could have a module for their birth class. They could have, they could have a one-on-one session that they, somebody just pays one-on-one for this session outside of a birth package where they just have a postpartum planning session. They could pull very small pieces of it to create micro content you know, like your section on what I wish I knew, what I wish someone would have told me. Exactly. And what I also found from working in person with clients is that in order for me to make money and income and profit, I would need to be working in person with clients. But then that left me zero time to do the back end of my business to create any curriculum. I didn't have bandwidth because I needed to be with my clients in person making money. And so I felt this struggle. And I know I spoke with you so many different times about this. Essentially, I was straddling the fence between, you know, in-person work and online work and things that I'm drawn to, which I do enjoy creating curriculum and checklists and building foundations and structure organization. I have a passion for that. But also I need to make money. And I think that's also where these, this curriculum, the templates come into play is that doulas now are able to go be in person with their clients and they don't have to come back home and create curriculum. It's already established. It's there. You just need to do a couple tweaks and add it to your prenatal list. Adding all of this value to your package as a doula, as a birth doula or a postpartum doula makes it so that you are using your skills as an energy worker, if you're an energy worker, and you can be in person with your clients and not worry about that back end because it's already done for you. Yeah. And like very good point. Cause that's exactly like, as of the day we're recording this, this is the day that a podcast episode just came out on returning, like reopening. And what about if you have been doing almost everything online for the last 15, 16 months, and now you're back out in person, you don't have time to tend to your online stuff, then what? You know, because when you're out doing things, there is a very real strap on time, right? Like you really don't. And so if you were home, maybe you didn't have kids or maybe you were home a lot and you had people helping you with the kids. So you were able to work on things and work on building your website, right? And so now what? And so this is a great example of, 
using these types of tools to help you continue to build those foundations because just because we are reopening, like I think we should all have taken that lesson away that we need to be ready to adjust whenever, whenever, because you just never know what, you never know what the future holds. And so it's important to continue building the foundation, even if you're going to be out in person more now. Oh yeah. And I think just having a business in general, you always kind of have to be on your toes and pivoting whenever things need adjusting. And when I feel that stuck feeling or there's any kind of resistance, Mm -hmm. that that is a moment of reflection, feedback, and pivoting because something's not working right. And when I was first starting out with my business, I felt a lot of that when I got to the business building portion. And I was like, I can't, I felt I wasn't able to move forward. And that's when I reached out to you and I said, hi. Can we work together, please? I don't care about the content thing that I want. Let's just work together. Yeah, that was like probably one of the coolest, weirdest and coolest calls ever because it felt like an easy conversation. Also, it was just like instant connection. And there was like tornado watches outside. And I'm like, what is happening? But this is also really fun. I guess we really create some very powerful environmental stuff happening with the earth and we're going to talk. Okay. So you did, you know, revolutionize the digital doula scene. And so maybe that's part of that natural storms that's come around us. And maybe I'm the one doing the postpartum side of it. Yeah. Like you really, you're building, I said it earlier, but it's true. Like the way you have been building, it's so, it just feels, I mean, we're, we're both like grid worker structure oriented. And so for a long time, I was fighting that, you know, because I was like, that is not what the traditional doula business model is. I'm being told that like, it's not how you do this. It's not how you do this. It's not how you do this. So I was fighting it. And then once I embraced it, I'm like, no, why am I fighting this? Not every doula loves creating things like this. I do. So I'm going to use my gifts in the way that feels good to me. And do it. And so like now you're doing that, but like postpartum. And so it's important because a lot of birth professionals are like, thank you for making this stuff. You know, like the, like the content toolkit, it's a very simple thing, but like it's given people starting off points, jumping off points. And you know, it's a tool and I've embraced that that might be my contribution for this period. And then it might change again next month or next year. Like I'll adjust as we go, but like, I appreciate that you are, embracing that too for yourself, that it's, it's you helping parents and families that you already help. And you're going to go bigger and help more families through working with other doulas. So speaking of the curriculum, I'm going to share a link to it in the show notes and link to your social media. It's the Atlanta postpartum doula. Yes, exactly. And I'm going to share a link and then was there anything you wanted to tell everybody about it before, before they go check it out? Anything? Yeah. Yeah. As of the day of this release of this podcast, the postpartum class templates will be at an introductory price of $22. And then it will bump up in a couple weeks to $33. But as listeners of this podcast, you guys will get uh, the $22 rate. And I'm just really excited to share it 
with everyone. So yeah, click on the link. And if you have any questions, send me a message. And I'm so excited to be getting this into the hands of doulas. Me too. Thank you. Thanks for sharing it with us. Yay. All right. Well, everybody enjoy your week. And Melissa, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us and sharing our storm story. (laughs) Of course. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Nicole. All right. I'll talk to you soon, love. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week. Bye.